Bass Squad Radio, episode 10. Coming from Wisconsin, um, if my like calculations are correct, we are in our 417th day of winter, and it's no fun. It feels a lot longer than 417 days, but that's about right. Um, it's been snowing and rain and being cold every single day. It's minus 10 degrees one day, and the next day we wake up, and it's 10 inches of snow on the ground because it happened to be 20 degrees. Today I actually wore just a sweatshirt, rolled up sleeves, and I thought about shorts because it was in the upper, above 10 degrees when I started the day. So, uh, yeah. Um, uh, no nerd report this week. I think um, I've been way too busy doing non-nerdy things like watching the Bassmaster Classic all weekend, reading about bat, the new Bassmaster magazine, and uh, watching the race on Saturday or Sunday. So, yeah, I've been way too busy with just important things in my life. Uh, yeah, this is the 10th episode. Um, once again, thanks, everybody, for listening. It's been completely awesome. Uh, yeah, we got us. I'm trying to do <laughs> our first guest this week. And, uh, yeah, it's going to be it's gonna be Laura Foshi, and she's going to explain herself at all. So, Maybe maybe eventually I'll get like a male guest on here. <laughs> I've had two female guests already, in case he doesn't really count as a guest because he's just part of the bass squad. So, um, yeah, I'm gonna see if I can get a hold of her uh, pretty soon here. Uh, nothing really to talk about beforehand. I'm just gonna get it rolling. Uh, we got another podcast coming up this weekend. I'll explain more about that later, or Friday, probably Friday. Um, nothing really. Too crazy to th- talk about. Like I said, just crazy winter this year. So I'm not really... <laughs> the, the the point of bass fishing is, is just way too far in the future, so I can't even... I'm just going to go ahead and start. Um, yeah, so I'm just going to see quickly if I can get uh, Laura on the line here real quick. All right. All right. Um, Laura, are you there? Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, you want to introduce yourself to people? Hi, my name is Lauren. So she uh, fished for Glendale High School, and I live in Alabama. Uh, yeah. Just so, so don't be nervous. You're you're live to only like millions of people listen to this podcast. It's not. It's a really popular one, so don't you don't gotta be nervous. Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So met you at the classic, and you were the one of the said the most one of the most impressive things I've ever heard. You talked about. Takahiro Mori in the 04 Classic, and I guarantee you none of my guy friends even know what he did, so that was kudos to you. <laughs> um, so you, you grew up in a bass fishing family, right? Yes, sir. You want to talk um, about that? <laughs> um, my uncle fishes the FLW tournament, and then my mom does a lot of fishing herself, but she doesn't do any tournaments. She's just done it her whole life. So she pretty much just first went and put a rod in my hand. And then my uncle taught me much of the basic techniques about fishing, like how to use a bait caster, how to reel a spur bait, reel a crank bait. And then from there on, I caught an eight-pound bass last last year in fall. And ever since then, I've just been kind of hooked. Yeah, eight-pounders will do that. <laughs> what did you catch it on? I caught it on a spur bait. Spinner bait. <laughs> Yeah, most it's funny because we fish a lot of tournaments up here, and um, Casey, the other guy that you you met, um, we fished a tournament trail where none of the guys even throw casting rods because they're just completely, just it's foreign to them. It's pretty funny. 
But yeah, no. So you you've been fishing like you said your whole life. Yeah, but I've recently started tournament fishing last okay. year. Okay. Okay. For high school. Mhm. Yeah, none of us. <laughs> it's funny because actually all four of us never even no nobody even taught us how to fish. For some odd reason, we kind of just all just started started fishing when we were young, and we all bought boats. We all got completely obsessed, but it's different up here. Um, you want to talk about high school fishing real quick? Well, we recently started our high school fishing team in the beginning of the year during May. We had a couple of friends help us set that up, but my mom is basically the coach of the team because she's the one who started it. High she's school the one who keeps everything organized. And... We were kind of inspired by a local team called the Haven Fishing Team, okay. Payne High School. They're very good, and they're very popular for how good they are and how they do in the ASA-BFA tournament. ASA-BFA is the Alabama Student Ass Fishing Association, and it's basically a trail for all high school students, and high school students only, and you all have to be in a club or a school team. See, our team isn't really connected to the high school because they don't recognize it as a sport. So okay. we're more of an outside club for members to go to Garndale High School. So there's no, like, senior night and parents get to walk out on the boats and all that kind of cool stuff, mm-hmm. like football games? <laughs> yeah, and you have to be 21 or older to be a boat captain. 21 or older? That means you, ba- that means you basically just drop the boat and you can work the phone motor if someone's done their how-to that you're boat captaining. Do you guys have to use your own boats? Mm-hmm. Or you can use a friend, but it doesn't matter as long as there's a boat, a boat captain, and two anglers. Okay. Uh, yeah, so you're obviously a girl, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> so what's what do you feel like being like a girl and a young young girl trying to break into the fishing industry? If that's what you're trying to do, I didn't, didn't really ask you that. I kind of just assumed, seeing as you seem to be pretty obsessed with it. Because <laughs> um, well, it's primarily do- well, dominated I- by men. I mean... There's no denying that. Mm-hmm. Well, at first it was, you know, at first no one really noticed me as a fisherman. I just kind of did a few tournaments and people thought it was just, you know, just kind of like going out hunting with your uncle. It's no big deal. But then I started the team and everyone was like, okay, why is there a fishing team? What's special about fishing? Yeah. And no one really quite understands it. And it's a lot harder when you're a girl because, you know, I'm on the cheerleading team and I have a bunch of cheerleading friends. <laughs> and all of a sudden I can't show up to any, you know, parties or anything because I'm constantly on the water, constantly in awesome. business, trying to get everything ready for the weekend or either I'm gone on the weekend. Yeah. And... This weekend, I'm missing, like, a bunch of stuff, and last weekend, I missed a bunch of stuff, and so a lot of my friends have really turned their back on me this year because of this whole thing. Oh, really? I see a lot of potential in the fishing industry and what I can do in the fishing industry, so I don't really care at this point. Yeah, that's good. I mean, I had a, I had a, brought a different girl on the podcast earlier, like, on the second or third episode. She and I did a Twitter interview, actually, but, and I was just asking, like, it's, a girl is so much more, so marketable, and it's such an untapped uh, resource right now. There was a couple girls and like obviously Pam Martin Wells and and that, but she was kind of like I don't know. She just wasn't marketable in my opinion. No, mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean doesn't help. She's like sixty years old and doesn't really <laughs> appeal to anybody's <laughs> anything. But uh, but yeah, uh, it's so you so you said you've actually lost friends over it. What did you say? I said so you actually said you've lost friends over it. Uh, People are mean. I get bullied all the time. People make fun of me in the hallway. Really? I ignore it. 
Uh, I was gonna I was gonna ask if it was more uh, acceptable down there because if a girl fished in a tournament up in Wisconsin, up in Milwaukee, she would just get completely just shunned. It'd be social suicide if you even admitted. I didn't even admit I was bass fisherman in high school until I was out of it. So, <laughs> but yeah, bass we just guys go through the same thing though. I mean, not the same thing, but we don't. We I've lost a ton of friends basically just because. Well, one, I don't really care about them anymore because it don't they don't involve. Uh, yeah. You know, they're not associated with bass fishing or nothing like that, and they kind of joke around with my other my bass fishing buddies, yeah. but. Well, for guys down here, it's easy to be on the fishing team and not have, like, social suicide in college. That's just Because a lot of people do because we're in Alabama. We're near some of the greatest lakes in the United States. I would firmly agree with that. Yes, but as for a girl, no one really shuns me, but no one really understands why I even try, I guess. And then, you know, people don't understand exactly what's so important about fishing to people like us, like... For example, say say a cheerleader has, like, a famous cheer person and they're famous cheer teams and everyone looks up to them. And a lot of people understand the cheerleading, but people who aren't in the cheerleading don't understand why it's so important to those cheerleaders. Well, the other day I was at lunch and I was talking to my friend Philip. I was talking to him about how I ran into Randy Howard the other day. (laughs) And we were talking about how it's so cool how famous fishermen can just walk around and you know, people know some, they don't have to have, like, bodyguards or anything. Oh, and yeah. And the cheerleader next to me goes, he's not famous. He's oh, I know. He's a fisherman. I no know. That's... And that turned into a really big argument. <laughs> you, you have no idea how weird that sounds coming out of a girl's mouth, by the way. <laughs> um, but, yeah. But, no, I mean, yeah, we, we kind of all agree with that. It's just, it's such a niche type of market where, you know, the average yeah, you person, just like, have to be part of it to understand like it. That, you can't just be told, oh, I know. hey, the fishing industry is a big industry and you believe it. Yeah. Oh, and, you know, and you brought up, that was actually a really good comparison with cheerleading because even I know about cheerleading and I have, mm-hmm. I'm not even remotely involved in it. I'm not, obviously can't do it. I mean, I might be able to if I tried, but, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so I was meeting Randy Howell, pretty cool. That was pretty cool. I, like, you know, I walked in. We were all there for Allie Wood's birthday, and we were just kind of chilling. And all of a sudden, I'm, I pull up, and there's his truck right there. <laughs> and so I just kind of looked at it. Everyone was looking at me, looking at his truck through the window, because the girl that I had that conversation about the whole him not being famous thing saw it and was, knew automatically whose truck it was because her boyfriend's a big fan. Oh, really? Well, I walked in, and they were all like, is that Randy Howell's truck? And I was like, yeah, is he here? And then... <laughs> We looked around, we couldn't find him, so I was like, oh, well, we just went back to talking. And then all of a sudden, everyone just kind of looked over to the side and pointed, and I just turned around, and he was like, hey, Lauren, come here. Oh, oh so he <laughs> recognized you, too? Yeah, that's... So I walked over, and we started talking, and we ended up talking for like an hour and a half, and I got to meet his wife and his kids. It was really cool. He, seemed- and he was like, yeah, I keep... Trophy on me like twenty four seven, and so he's like, you know, I want to take a picture with it, and I was like, um, heck yeah! <laughs> so we went out, and I got to take a picture with the best Master Classic trophy. <laughs> <laughs> he seems like one of the coolest guys ever. Like he's yeah. he's one of the nicest people. That's just like that's how he comes off. Mm-hmm. Um, he's so down to earth, and then his relationship with Christ is just amazing. Yeah, really inspiring. Yeah, he's he seems like a great dude. Uh, you think you could ever pick up the class ma- uh, Bassmaster Classic trophy? You could hold it by yourself when you win it eventually. Yeah, it, it was like so heavy. Yeah, oh, my Lord. I heard it's forty forty seven. <laughs> I think it's forty seven pounds, if I remember correctly. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's got to be yeah, insane. Yeah, I don't know how he swung it above his head. How did he, he, how did he know you? <laughs> how did he know you? How did he know you? Um, I've done lands with him. Oh, okay. In the high school tournament. Oh, okay. Like he was the land director. So that's just and insane. And one time I showed up to a weigh-in in my cheerleading uniform because he had a cheerful <laughs> position that day. And the only way that my partner could fish is if I showed up at least halfway through the day and fished with him. So, so you I went to the tournament. competition, we won, of course. Then I came back to the tournament, and I didn't have time to change or anything. Plus, it was pretty warm, so it was okay if I just kept going. Yeah. And then I ended up weighing in in my chilling uniform. That's and I hilarious. I talked to him about that, and I guess that's the reason he remembered me, because of that crazy story behind that. That's a good That's a good turn. That's a good story. I don't yeah. know of any uh, of any guys that I know of showing up to tournaments in, in like, a skirt, <laughs> in a skirt, so... So that's pretty unique to you, I think. Uh, yeah, you guys have a lot of pro fishermen down there, and you guys are exposed a lot more than we are. So, like, when we go down, when we were at the Classic, and there's just guys walking around all over the place, you know, we look at them as rock stars up, you know, at least a select few of us do. Mm-hmm. And then you get down there, and then one starts talking to you, and you're just like, oh, geez, well, what do I say? And, you know, I mean, it, it's fine after a minute, but you got to, I mean, especially you being involved in a, major bait company, which I'll let you talk about after or when we're closing to being done. Uh, how, how many like people you must be exposed to? And I mean, do you want to drop any names? Well, every now and then I get to hang out with Russ Lane because our families are really close. Yeah. And I know his wife and his daughter Jensen. And this year I'm wearing Jensen's palm dress to my palm because I bought it from her. Oh, I, uh, <laughs> so, okay, go ahead. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, I saw you were talking with Dean, you know Dean Rojas too because he's associated with Big Bite, and that's that is that's your turn. I'm eternally jealous from that. <laughs> You've gotten to fish with him before, and then and then I'm friends with like Jeff, yeah, pretty much all of the Big Bite sponsors. Jeff Crete for the people that even she some of the crappy sponsors. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you were, uh, so you said prom dress, huh? So you're going to prom. Yeah, what if prom you have to t- is. Next next week. So it's not during so, a tournament or before a tournament. Yeah, yeah. And so I actually was going to go to an airport marine tournament, but <laughs> the guy who asked me is his senior year, of course. So I don't want to like bell on him. So I'm going to yeah. have to skip this one tournament. But it's the only exception is because I don't want to ruin his prom. <laughs> yeah, that happened. I actually was in when I was in high school. I had a prom that I had with this girl and. I was going, and then all of a sudden, the tournament popped up the next morning, and I was fishing on Saturday, Friday, or uh, Thursday, and we were just on them hard. So I uh, decided that I would call in sick to the prom and called her. Then I fished the tournament on Saturday because prom lasts until 2 in the morning or whatever. So I called in sick to the prom. She went with the, well. We were going with a group of people, so it wasn't like it was just her going by herself. I know yeah. I, I'm trying. I'm trying to excuse myself right here. I know I was a terrible person for it. Well, then I w- I went fishing. We ended up doing okay, whatever. I took pictures, put them on Facebook. She found out about it, and we haven't talked since. <laughs> oh Lord, <laughs> my gosh, <laughs> I'd be in so much trouble. Yeah, you can do it though. It's okay. It's it shouldn't be it shouldn't be an issue. You can, you can fish the tournament. Yeah. <laughs> um, so what, like, do you have, so how does, uh, you said your mom is the coach. What What does that mean? 
<laughs> I'm just well, this is totally foreign to me. With even like when Bethel talks about their to their coach, their the Bethel College. I just don't understand well, what they, they do. Do they do like seminars? Do they do bring a bait casting rod and show you how to flip and when well, you guys are all sitting at your desks? Uh <laughs> Well, on the, all the fishermen on our team now how to, you know, use a rod and everything. As, as so what my mom joke. mainly does is she sets up tournament dates for oh, us. Okay. She sets up meetings so we can meet, like, the day before the tournament, maybe a Friday before we go out. Okay. And, you know, we'll mark places on the map. We'll all get our ideas figured out. Because when you're on a team, you don't really compete against I, each other. I was going to ask that. It's okay. Still, so it's not like college. We're college. We're still competing against each other. Yeah. Okay. In high school, in the first few tournaments, when you're just trying to qualify for state, that's when you kind of work together, and then you compete against each other at state. Okay. That's cool. But, um, so we pretty much try to all figure out the fish, and we keep in touch. We have a group chat that our boat captains, oh, you know, keep up with while we're fishing. Like, if we're if we're hitting them over here on this certain bait, we'll alert the others that that's working right now, so that we'll have a likely more chance to have more weight and qualify. Wow, that's... And then, it's pretty sweet. Yeah, so it's, yeah, it's pretty cool. It just, it just gets frustrating sometimes. People won't, you know, say anything on the group chat. We'll do bad that day. And we'll be like, I didn't text those. And they'll be like, oh, I'm sorry. I was busy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, that's that's pretty, uh, yeah, well, that's, fun. that's solid. Um, So you guys don't go over, like, game film like we did for football and stuff. You guys don't watch class, yeah. old, old classics? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, You told me a pretty funny uh. You guys have some pros come in every once in a while, right? Yeah. We've had Aaron Martin speak at our um, meeting. We had another guy, I can't remember his name. I think his last name starts with C-A-T or something like that. C-A-T? Yeah. Hmm. Oh, well, I can't think of it. And then, you know, Russ has come in and Creed and all them and... Oh yeah, just you know all of them. Um, <laughs> so you met. So you met. A- yeah, it was pretty cool. So yeah, a mark. Uh, team John Hawson is like Aaron Martin's biggest fan, and then there was this thing at the classic where the high school teams could come and you know clean boats like after they got oh, off really? the water, so they'd be nice and shiny when they go through. And Aaron Martin remembered John Hawson's name and everything, and he he, just, he was so giddy about it. It was so cute. <laughs> Aaron Martin's one of the weirdest people on this planet. I swear to God, he's from a di- he's from he's an alien. He's one of the funniest people I've like. Just just how he talks, the way he his mannerisms are. He just is so strange, and I just love watching him fish because he's well. He has that moniker of just being completely uh, always neurotic. And I I don't know if I told you the story of like when we were watching him fish on this bluff bank and these two guys th- started throwing bobbers right in front of him and he kind of didn't get phased. He didn't bring it up on the weigh-in stage. So he, but what did, uh, so how was he meeting them in person? He's pretty, pretty weird. Um, we just kind of try to, you know, I always think to myself, okay, be professional. Right, right. You don't right. want to come across as a fan, you want to come across as a friend. So I just try to get to know him like any other person would get to know him. Right. Look around with him, get with him. Yeah, that's cool. I just try to, yeah, I just try to not be a weird stalker person. <laughs> oh no, I'd probably come off as because a weird I've stalker made that person. Before. Yeah, with who? Like the first time I met Gerald Splendle, I was like, <laughs> "Oh my gosh, I'm his biggest fan!" And now I just try to approach him more. Yeah. Did he, what did he say? I run into him every now and then since he lives in Hayden. Oh yeah, he's just running. Yeah, so, did, he's a real funny guy. Uh, yeah, I, I can imagine. 
Uh, I saw his his classic speeches had me on the floor. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So you guys just run into these people walking around, mingling yeah. with the public, even yeah, though they like don't know they're superstars. Yeah, sometimes they'll be at the store. That just seems we'll just so strange. They'll be like, oh, hi, Anna, are you on TV? I'll be like, yep. <laughs> they're all pretty receptive. We, From my experience with them, it's just they're – I mean, this sounds weird coming from anybody that might not be list- might be listening to this at non-bass fishing, but it just seems weird like talking to somebody just like the normal. They're normal people, just like everybody else. Mhm. That's what's so cool about them. It's because of the, the whole country part of the fishing industry, we're all just all so sweet to each other. Oh yeah. You know, we just all get along, and we don't have to worry about like terrorists coming and killing all the Bassmaster <laughs> Classic people because no one hates them because we're all just down to earth, happy fishermen. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I guess that's, a, that's one way to put it. with all these crazy rappers. It's just all, we're all just friendly with each other. Yeah, that's that's one way to put it, I guess. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I've had that where, you know, gets a little nervous talking to somebody that I may have watched growing up, and all of a sudden, five minutes later, we're just on the same, completely the same wavelength, and we're talking just like I've been talking to my buddy. And that's true with everybody. Like, everybody that I've mm-hmm. met, like, I didn't know because being from, like, up north, some sometimes southern people might think not i that's what my at least my initial opinion was which is pretty much wrong when i went down to a tournament like my one of my first bigger tournaments down south i would go up to some random person and all of a sudden you know not going to lie the southern accent kind of uh intimidates me for some reason because that's all of the fishermen that i've <laughs> grew up watching is just have deep thick southern accents so so i start talking and all of a sudden it's like oh Oh, we're kind of like best friends. It's it's weird. It's just a really weird, strange thing. And you know, you don't have that up here where there's only a select few people that mm-hmm. are like us. But whatever, everybody down there is like that. I mean, at least it's just unbelievable how big of an industry it is down there. It's bigger than football. Yeah. At least in some people's Definitely. eyes. You it's wanna... so cool you can just, like, meet people and then you'll know them the rest of your life. Oh, that's so true. Like, fishing buddies, you've met at tournaments. Like, one time we were at a... My first tournament that I got big fish at is my first big fish title. Okay. But my mom went back in the boat into a parking space, and her mother ran into this guy's tire. And all of a sudden, we're walking up, and we hear this huge pop. And then my dad starts screaming, and my mom's like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. But she ran into this guy named Mark's car. And ever since that day, we've just known each other, and we've been, like, the best of friends. And he always takes me out on Gunnersville, and we're like, Yes, that's really tight like that, you know. That's cool. Yeah, no, I. That's, that's, that one little, in, one that that one little incident. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, that happens really constantly, good. and you know, and that's just the way that the funny thing is that's how the industry works. Is that it's just great to know a bunch of people because then you have contacts on every single body of water around the country. We actually met. Yeah. Right. Me and Adam actually met somebody at Gunnersville because as we were leaving, actually, to pull the boat out and leave to go back to Wisconsin, I jackknifed the trailer and my trailer at the and the hitch was down, not the hitch, the uh, like the bed was down. So I sheared off the tongue to where you winch the boat up on the trailer. <laughs> so I put it in and then some guy was just like, oh, yeah, just pull over here. I'll have my wife take you guys over to, to Walmart and you guys can buy you joints and then, then they'll fix I'll fix it up. And it's just like, well, okay, I've never, I don't even know your name. It's just, it's cr- it's crazy how, like, oh, yeah, it's just insane how many people are just so helpful, especially 
you know, us being so far away and in college where like they know we're probably struggling with everything, including catching <laughs> fish. So, but, but yeah, no, that's, that's, that's pretty much nailing it. Um, yeah. So, uh, you got, I, you've pretty much provided quite a few stories, but so like, uh, do you got any other like sports or interests besides cheerleading what you do? Well, I'll try to track. I just got out of track practice, so I'm like exhausted. You go track. You, you yeah, it's track? pretty much just drilling, track, and fishing. You like track? I used to do softball. Okay. Yeah, I like track. Yeah, that's my Definitely. favorite sport. Which, which, what events do you run? I'm a jumper. I do high jump and long jump and hurdles. <laughs> you wanna know what I was when I was in high school? What did you say? I said, you wanna know what I was in high school? What? A jumper. I did long jump, triple jump, and uh, high jump in the 400. Oh, cool. Yeah. I want to do triple jump, but I'm just afraid I'm going to break my ankle and ruin my life. I did do that, so don't. I highly suggest don't do it, and I did it the next year, too. It's <laughs> it's addicting. What are you what are you jumping right about, right about now? You jumping over a boat yet? <laughs> what? Sorry, Sanders. Andy. Sorry, my accent's too thick. Um <laughs> I said, uh, how far are you jumping? you jumping over a boat yet? <laughs> no, definitely not. But in long jump, my longest is 17 feet. Wow, that's really, that's pretty good. Do you, Thanks. are you in state yet? <laughs> no, <laughs> unfortunately not. I think 196 <laughs> or something, one girl stayed up here when I was back in high school. So that's, I mean, that's pretty good. Uh-huh. Any do I, I think I've honestly gotten worse because I jumped 17 when I was in middle school, and it's just gotten shorter from there. Yeah. I think I'm just getting fatter. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, well, fishing doesn't help that, I'm sure. <laughs> That's a good one. It's a good arm workout. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. You know, you're constantly standing up. <laughs> well, yeah, you, Martin's, Martin's actually said you'd burn more calories in an eight-hour fishing day than you'd do if you ran for an hour straight, or what, I don't even remember what he said. He equated, no. it, he equated it to something, and I don't know how that's true, but, you know, he's way smarter than all of us, so he's, and he's, yeah. he's a fitness just maniac. I don't know if you, <laughs> did you read that Bassnets article about him? I think, I think you said you did, where he... Have you ever seen his stretching articles? Like, about how no. he, you know, does certain stretches. No. <laughs> you haven't? No. Just this little stretch where he, like, puts his hands together and he does, like, a tree press. And he's, he talked about it, I mean, and he talked about how he drinks, like, a gallon of water every day and he goes running every day and he eats only healthy foods. Because apparently it helps you think and it helps you become smarter and it helps you last longer on a boat. <laughs> yeah, I... I I can't say the same thing for myself. I have I have my routine of what I eat in the morning, and it's definitely not healthy. Yeah, I eat pizza and tea. Pizza. <laughs> pizza and sweet tea. Sweet tea. Ugh. Well, not... you don't like sweet tea. No. Don't like sweet tea. No. But, but like, you don't live down here, so that's understandable. No, I I like just plain, completely unsweetened tea. But. Or as they call it down down south, sweet tea with no sugar. <laughs> yeah, um, I like sweet tea. <laughs> yeah, I can. Well, you sound like you like sweet tea. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, not to be like stereotypical or anything like that, but you do you do have the accent for sweet tea. Um. So, 
Yeah, do you want to uh, go ahead and do some shameless plugging? We can wrap this up pretty soon. We're almost at a half an hour. I know it seems quick, but it's, that's how fast a half an hour goes when you're talking about fishing. <laughs> <laughs> we did kind of stray off topic a little bit. That's okay. That happens all the time. Wait, see, <laughs> my next one, my buddy, that's tomorrow, uh, well, Friday, my buddy's coming down, and he's doesn't bass fish, so I'm sure it's going to be quite a funny... I'm going to I'm gonna probably make fun of him the whole time without him even knowing, so... <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, do you want to uh, plug your uh, your big bite stuff? Anything you want to say? <laughs> well, I would just like to thank Big Bite Bait for all the support that they have given me. And, yes, because they're my family and they've helped me out the most of all the people in the industry. And I'd also like to thank Rain Shadow Rods because they'll be taking me to the Riders Conference this year. And you got to try out some of their new series rods that are coming out after ICAST. Okay. Which is going to be really exciting. I get to try out some of those rods. I'd also like to thank 5x3. And that's about it. Big Bite have anything coming up that uh, we might know about or that you want to drop the bomb on or anything like uh, that or anything new see, that, that is released? See, they have a new product coming out, but I'm not allowed to think about it. Okay. But I will just say it may be a swim bait. Anything new that we we the public have access to that you can talk about? <laughs> I mean, there's a real deal shad. It's one of our newest products, and it's one of our best. Yeah. And chain thumpers are probably the most, like, most sold products. Because the really? other day someone caught, like, a 48-pound sack on chain thumpers on an Alabama rig. Oh, was he on Chickamauga? He, Chicam- he came to the classroom. I got to meet him. It was pretty cool. Was he on Chickamauga? Was it that big guy with the beard? Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, that, guy, that guy's beard. insane. That guy's insane. Yeah. Every year, or the last two years, ever since the A-Rig came out. He's just been just completely destroying everybody on Chickamauga. It's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. But he's using cane thumpers, though, huh? It was really cool to meet him. Yeah. 48 <laughs> pounds. Oh, hilarious. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I have actually a pretty funny story and a bone to pick with Crete, if you ever get a chance to meet him. You want to hear that story? Yeah, sure. He, okay, so he was doing, you know, he's involved with college fishing pretty good, and he's, He's always at the national championship, like down in, he was, it was Lake Louisville, now it's in Pickwick. So we're doing our rounds and meeting, meeting all the people that are, you know, just hanging out at the expo, or not expo, but it's like a little, basically like a little banquet. And you go around to all the sponsors' tables, pick up stuff, you know, that kind of thing. So, so Crete's there and he goes, oh, y'all from Wisconsin? You know how they all get excited and giddy to meet people that are from, not where they're from, and we have funny accents and stuff. So I'm like, yeah. I'm like, I actually caught pretty much every single fish this week on, on a squirrel tail and a jewel, you know, the jewel shaky head. So then he starts talking about his jewel shaky heads, starts going into it, starts getting, and I'm like, yeah, but I can't get bit on nothing else but a crankbait and a, and a squirrel tail. And he goes, oh, well, and, you know, obviously he's saying this because, you know, we're from Wisconsin, it's Texas, and I don't know if you're familiar with Lake Louisville, but it's one of the, it's just a terribly, terribly tough lake. Um, yeah. And so... We weren't expected to do anything. We pretty much said we didn't really catch many legals. Well, he says, hey, so hit me up on Facebook or anything like that. If you guys mention my baits on TV, if you guys take a top five, I'll hook you up and get you a ton of stuff. So I'm like, oh, yeah, for sure, deal. And I shook his hand and everything, and I'm laughing. And I'm like, oh, Adam, yeah, 
I wonder if we'll actually do that. Well, it turns out our our primary spot got completely blown over the first day of the tournament. Then, so we started cranking on the thing, and I, th- I was throwing a shaky head. And on a different spot, we ended up weighing in 10 and a half pounds, which is huge for that lake. So we're in 14th after day one out of 160 or whatever it was that year. Next day comes, all of a sudden we catch our limit in the first 10 minutes, and Adam's got a six. And so we call up a, the camera boat, and the camera boat swings over. Well, then all of a sudden we're talking about it, and the clip that they actually use, it says, I weighed in, uh, we weighed in most of our fish yesterday in a Crete uh, squirrel tail worm and uh, this, and then I catch one right on camera. It was like a 12-incher, but I still caught one. Talk to him, so we took fifth overall. Talk to him uh, on Facebook, doesn't respond to me, so I'm still waiting for those uh, that free shipment. <laughs> the next time you see him, make sure you tell him that I said hi. I'm sure he'll remember me <laughs> from three years ago. All right. All right, so if you want to. Cool. Yeah, he's. It's cool that, like, perfectly worked out for you. <laughs> yeah, well, it's fine. I, I still use, I mean, most of the stuff pretty much, I like their uh, shaking squirrels a lot for drop shots for smallmouth. You, do you fish smallmouth <laughs> down there? Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah, we fish smallmouth, odd, largemouth. We fish everything. My personal favorite is largemouth. Yeah, me too. I don't like smallmouth. They're they're annoying. They move too much. I like a big bucket mouth in my hand. Yeah, that's good. All right. Well, if uh, if that's cool with you, I think uh, thanks a lot for for giving me some of your time and hanging out for a little bit and talking about fishing. I'm sure I'll have you on in the future. You seem to be pretty cool. All right. <laughs> All right. All right. Thanks a lot. All right, that was Laura and Foshi. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Um, that was that was really sweet. I I don't know. It's powering off. Oh, that was my uh, my high tech connection powering off, as it might have said. Uh, yeah, it was like I said the first time I met her, and she was just we were you know just talking with the big bite. We were over at the big bite booth, and she was standing there, and we were talking about for some reason Takahiro. I think he walked no. Whatever. Somehow we got on Takahiro Mori. Like like every normal person would do, we get on Takahiro Mori. And she says, oh, wasn't he the guy in the 04 Classic that messed around with the crankbait? I'm like, oh, whoa, 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 stop. Hold up, hold up, hold up. <laughs> it's like to hear some girl talking about that is pretty insane. And it's really cool that we got people like that, and she's clearly obsessed. I mean, she couldn't stop talking about fishing. That was, that was really sweet. So, yeah, um, I think that's going to about do it. I don't know if I have anything really to say. Oh, yeah, like I said, that my buddy Jeremy's coming down next week, this this Friday, and then that will be a fun podcast. You're going to want to listen to that. We're going to do, it's going to be a live podcast, and he's a theater major, and I'm, so we're going to be doing something pretty fun that involves, ah, doesn't matter. You know, I'm not going to tell you, because that's just the way I am. So, she, she uh, happened to I mentioned one of her uh, shirt company sponsors, so I'm going to mention our shirt company sponsor, Bass Squad. Um, you can order them on online at our store, BassSquadCorp.com. Uh, we're coming out with new ones. Boring white ones are, you know, starting to get boring for me too. So I'm gonna, we're gonna put out a a black solid black t-shirt with the with the logo as white, and then we're gonna start to do as we progress a little bit we're going to start to make 
more just designs. Excuse me. Sorry. I had to burp or something. <clears throat> there we go. Um, so we're going to start to do more, a little bit more designs, more more fun stuff. I don't know if it's going to be comedy driven. I don't know if it's going to be like addicted type of bass fishing driven. I mean, it's it's just up in the air right now. I have probably 40 designs that I'm working on <laughs> right now, actually, because I have ADD and I'm completely obsessed with stuff. Uh, yeah, so if you want to order anything on the website, which is two products currently, um, use the promo code BSR in all caps and you save 10%. Um, that's gonna about do it for this 10th podcast. It's 36 minutes, which is a pretty good, good amount of time. Yeah, that was, that was fast. And I love talking about bass fishing with anybody, regardless, <laughs> sex, race, gender. I don't really care. Well, sex and gender are the same thing. So I'm not gonna, I'm just gonna blow right past that mess up. Um, yeah. So thanks a lot for listening. You guys, uh, support's been unbelievable. Can't believe that uh, we're getting almost 100 viewers now per podcast episode, which is very surprising to me. I did not think it would be that. I mean, it's small relative number, but for us just starting out, that's that that means a ton. And you know, we're gonna just keep going, and we're gonna try and get it on iTunes. It's just right now with stuff, everything going on, we're we're just we're we're trying to juggle 500 things at once. So <clears throat> yeah, so we're gonna have. Well, we have a beard contest right now going on Twitter. If you want to look, uh, it's me versus Carter. I think I have the upper hand because I've been growing my beard for a solid two weeks now. And you can see the result if you want to look at it. It's on our pictures. You can retweet for Carter or for Crawdad, and you can favorite for me. So I suggest you favorite for me because my beard's pretty unbelievable. Uh, yeah, so that's that'll about do it. Uh, thanks a lot once again for listening. Uh, peace out.